My name is Optimus Prime. We are autonomous robotic organisms, but you can call us Autobots. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Once you rest well in a month from now, this Hollywood big shot's gonna give you what you want. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. Welcome to Inside Your Screen Podcast Bite Size, where we're talking all things Snowpiercer. This is episode six, Trouble Comes Sideways. Uh, Brendan, I'm here with my fellow co-host Brendan Horgan. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm really, really hot. It's really yeah, hot. Yeah, I think if anything, at the moment, we're in the UK, and it's probably the hottest day of the year so far. And something tells me I would really love to be on the Snowpiercer train right now. I don't care. Put my hand outside that porthole cubby, let yeah. it go for six minutes. At this I'm precise there. moment in time, I would love that. I'm on board that train, like, right, for anyone who is listening, like, it, 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 in certain countries, we are going to sound like pussies, and I apologise for that, but it's 24 um, Celsius, and it's 11 o'clock at night, right, so we're not used to that, you know, we, do, we, used, we can get hot days, but normally at night, it goes down to about 17, 18, 19, you know, we're nowhere by the sea as well, so it's in. We're in London. It's twenty-four. There's no breeze. It's humid. It's horrible, and that's why you might hear fans in the background. So we do apologise. And yeah, I'd really like to be on Snowpiercer right now. We're apologising for the fans, but also at the same time, it keeps us nice and fresh and squeaky clean. Um, not unlike our Leighton in this episode, Brendan. Um, so we see him suffering from withdrawal symptoms. Uh, we see him being, being a bit shouty, a bit aggravated. Uh, what was your opinions of the whole episode in general? Uh, it was very action-packed again, but more action-packed in a literal action sense. Our kind of we it, we didn't have to predict it, but we kind of shouted out early that we think at some stage we're going to get more issues with the train. And this episode, the major issue really was the train. Um, it, there was, I don't know what the technical issue was, but there was a technical issue. <laughs> well, there was at the very beginning, it was like this weird kind of sense of like this um, uh, stuff going down to the electrical compartment that made the brakes seize up. It's ooze. Where did the ooze come from? I don't like, know. And it maybe was, I again, looked away for a second, but when I, I came back, I just saw this ooze coming down, which made me think of aliens. And I thought there was like some kind same. of xenomorph. I, and I was like, how is this kind of ooze coming down and like, you know, affecting the kind of circuits in such a way? And I jumped back to that previous episode with Eric when he shot the fuse box. And I was like, is yeah, this, is this maybe it's something to do with that. But it wasn't because we no. kind of seen a hole, wouldn't we? Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was just a bit. It, yeah. Alien came to mind. Yeah, it, it did feel very like, you know, the kind of... Because it was kind of green as well, in essence, wasn't it? It was like this green ooze kind of like coming down. Um, but obviously, like, we, we knew that there was, you know... I think we've called it before, the fact that, like, you know, Melanie had uh, Leighton in the draw. He was rescued last episode, but he's in withdrawal. So we knew that, like... And obviously with the trial as well of LJ, that there was going to be some repercussions. So we saw this in the kind of planned strike by the yeah. third car. Um, that they were planning to down tools at 6 p.m., um, you know, in a kind of like uh, their kind of um, strike, their their way of like, you know, giving it to the man. Yeah. And I, you know, it was once again, the kind of class system is coming into a full effect. And we kind of we did say it that there was going to be some external force that kind of happens that kind of creates this 
um, you know, unity, if you will. And that's exactly what happened in this ex- episode. Like, you know, the, the brake sees um, and effectively the train is about to go off the rails. Um, so it becomes this kind for of a whole lot of this episode as for well. a whole lot of the episode. It becomes like a bit of a Poseidon adventure, the Tower Inferno, almost like a kind of one of those kind of like sixties, seventies esque sort of films where you know the, the 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 kind of the building or the block is in peril and the people must come together, and that's essentially what happens here. Although it's, it's Melanie that. It was almost like a survival movie. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in between, we have a. I mean, there wasn't much revelations going on. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. The, the most rev, uh, revelation that kind of transpires from this episode is that where Leighton thinks drawers are like this kind of um, ISO box. You know, people being, being you know the third class or the the, the tail ends being uh, essentially put away for life. It's actually like a lifeboat. And that was kind of uh, revealing, I think, that the fact that Melanie's saying, like, you know, we're, we're, we're experimenting with suspended animation uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, there's a future possibly, like, you know, when this world thaws out, who are going to be the people that come out of this and, like, rebuild the future? And I felt that, I, I thought that was kind of intriguing. What did you think, Brendan? Do you believe Melanie? I do. Weirdly, I do. Mm. Do you not? It's too nice for episode. It's too. It's, it's too. It's too. It's yeah. Too, it's too good. Guy ending from Melanie for it to. Uh, we're, uh, was this episode five or episode six? Or do six. Episode, episode six. So yeah. we're, we've just started the second half of the season. So we know it's ten episodes. So we're, we've just started the second half of the story. It's too nice. It's too ide- idealistic. It's too, you know, it is. It's to save them, and that's why we've picked these guys. But I don't buy into that because, as an example, and what flaws this. So, let's go back a little bit in regards to. So we have the the Leighton revelation where he sees the Doctor. Mind your microphone, Brendan. I can hear a bit of uh, feedback there. But go on, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I, I do apologise. A bit of fumbling going on. Yeah, I that was that. I I apologise for the fumbling. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> go. We also kind of had the revelation through the doctor that helps Leighton out. Uh, that you know she confirms this list that we've heard about for the last few weeks, and what she says is you know she's noticed that you know certain people are on the list, and she was what what gave something away was she was only added to the list in and she says that line i was Recently, added to yeah. the list in the last 2 weeks which would suggest there isn't a definitive list of pre-chosen people which would kind of buy into Leighton's theory so Leighton's theory was in essence anybody who doesn't toe the line gets put under the drawers yeah gets put into the drawers and like you said her it was kind of like no these are pre-selected 400 people and then Melanie argues that they're kind of being pre-selected because of some traits that they have or you know what you will yeah and the doctor's revelation that um excuse sorry the doctor's revelation that she was only added to the list in the last two weeks debunks that um on top of that 
what was it was the very first episode and i forget the names of the characters now because they're only in it for like an episode and a half but the, the very first episode where they kind of tried to make the escape from the tail and we had um it was the the guy who's from grand theft auto oh steve nogson and the uh the big guy yeah. yeah so we had those characters who were put also put into the drawers yeah for rebelling which would Ooh. suggest that they weren't put in the drawers because they were pre-selected they they were put in there as a punishment so that debunks that theory oh that's true that's a good that's actually a good theory there brendan i like that um, um so it's just yeah. nice to be true it's and this episode in episode six we've got a long way to go if melanie is all good and everything is you know legit it it doesn't work who's the enemy who's the bad guy i think it, uh, it it's how I, I i believe it depends on how you feel how desperate the taint the train situation really is um that whether it stays in her hands uh or allows you know things to transpire before that because you do like she does say like we're hanging by our nails we're all hanging by our nails and you kind of get that feeling it's um, an emotional from, scene yeah uh, and you know Leighton breaks down and Leighton believes her Leighton falls for it but so, he is like you know, he's not himself he's, he's just he's coming still, out of withdrawal yeah. from the true. you know That'd be true from his withdrawal, withdrawal symptoms and stuff like that. But like, um, there's little moments throughout the episode, like with Oz and Till, who are stuck together in the train jail and they're holding hands so they don't die alone. Because uh, there's a part where, like, you know, the, the, there's like a like that infamous like we've got eight minutes until yeah, you can it stop. Gets, it's like a kind of bomb ticking it, down type episode. It gets very emotional at points during this, and one of the best, I, like when it when the scene I'm about to mention started. I kind of started to cringe, oh. but it kind of paid off in a way, and I kind of liked it towards the end. But when Ruth took the mic to speak to the train on behalf oh, of oh yeah 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 Street, a positive address to the train, and she it's gives this monologue. Yeah, she oh. gives this monologue of we we we're gonna survive this, damn it, you know. And you can see the way it's done, and you can see the fear on her face, and you you know she doesn't fully believe what she's saying, but she takes up the mantle to give that speech and as that speech is going through the train you know we kind of yeah. almost zoom through all the characters and that here's, it, but here's my prediction emotional. on that here's my, it, it was but here's my prediction on that because ruth strikes me as that kind of like a uh, person that has that kind of like overwhelming sense of like um uh what do you call it the kind of person who's like uh fanatic does that make ruth. sense I think Ruth's name is intentional because I think it's shortened for Ruthless. Ooh. I I'm think, like, in the film version, that was the Tilda Swinton is, character. It is, yeah. She but is Ruthless. You're right, yeah. She's Ruthless, she but also at the same time, she's... Her book. But she's so convicted of, like, Wilford's ways that, like, she won't be... A, I think there'll come a point where her and Melanie come to blows. Like, she'll find out the truth. And I think it will be Ruth that finds out the truth and then she will go ballistic. And I think that's, yeah. I think what you saw there with her, like giving that kind of very hopeful, positive speech on the tannoy um, is a kind of maybe could be possibly could be this kind of like segue into her becoming the mouthpiece of uh, Wilford um, that Melanie is be going to become this kind of like character get, that gets scrutinized and that Ruth becomes the one in charge. I think that's the way this is going to go. Um, but then you have this almost like very 
as you said, like ruthless kind of person in charge. Um, I think her way of maintaining things is going to be a lot different from Melanie's. That's how I see things going. That's it, my prediction. My, so, but my question would be what, as in Melanie put, gives Ruth that position? No, 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 no. What's going to happen is Melanie's <laughs> going to be caught out. Um, they're going to find out, obviously, through the fact that Wilford's not alive now that Layton's out, and he's already been spreading this. Is well, um, again, we're we're going on the assumption that the Sean Bean Wilford isn't in one of the draws. Uh, I, I imagine he is, but I don't think he's going to be someone convinced. that comes up until the last episode. I think this is going to happen before that. What's going to happen is that there's going to be like some kind of coup that happens, uh, and Melanie's going to be caught in the crossfires. She's going to be found out to be the voice of Wilford, or i.e. Mr. Wilford, and she's going to be like like a witch back in Salem. She's going to be put on the stake, and she's going to be lambasted for it. Um, and I think Ruth is going to take over her mantle. I think Ruth is going to be the new Melanie, but in a very kind of uh, Nurse Ratchet sort of way from, like, you know... Um, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. She's probably not the best person to be in charge of things. Where Melanie has been very le- level-headed and like very like she knows the train. She designed the train. Ruth is has always been just for the catering of a first class, and I think that's what's going to happen. I think you might be right, but I think you're looking. I think you're looking at season two. Mm. I think possibly, you're right. possibly. Oh, I'm we're going now mad predictions, but I'm thinking mad that, predictions. I like the mad predictions though. I Give like your mad predictions, I, I, I like the concept of the coup. Like my I've already made my prediction of I can see that the very end of the season, however it's done, you know, they've all confronted Melanie, you're not Wilford, and then all of a sudden Sean Bean walks through the door and is like, Hello, ladies I am Wilford, bastard. I am alive. Yeah, past Sean Bean bastard. Sean Bean's alive, he's alive. <laughs> and Basically, that's the end of the series is, oh, my God, Wilford is alive. Yeah, that's going to be the end. So your prediction of a coup might be correct where they kind of all go crazy on Mel. Um, But I've just got a feeling that the reason will kind of Mel is the bad guy here. She's put Wilford in. I'm guessing the draws because Wilford maybe wanted to do things differently to her. She designed the train, which we actually learnt this episode. We didn't know it before this episode. She designed the train. Yeah. So she knows I, I think, I think it was more about the train than anybody previously else. That she designed it was it was it was it was given made clear that she was an absolute expert on it. Mm. Maybe I'm and wrong. That, and that goes into the kind of thing with Miles. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so she kind of visits Miles and his. Oh, hold on, let me finish where I. Sorry, was. continue, continue, Brendan. <laughs> let me finish where I was going. So I sure. get, in, I kind of do see your theory of them being a coup. I think it will be revealed that Melanie is not Mister Wilford, and or that she has been. It's exposed. Excuse me, it's exposed probably through Leighton that yeah. she um, has been pretending to be Wilford and representing Wilford they will there'll be a coup they'll try and take over the train because Wilford's dead Wilford's dead and that's when we get the revelation of kind of oh here's Wilford maybe Leighton might have found him that goes into your season two prediction where if Mr Wilford was put 
in the the draws against his will by Melanie, I could then see, like you said, him making Ruth his kind of head of the train and voice of the train. He runs the train and then Melanie's kind of just used for tech stuff in the prisons. She's probably put down in the trail, in the tail. That would make a good season. There is a point, I get the kind of feeling that Wilford was a kind of, there's a point where when Melanie is going under under the, the, uh, the tail section to kind of like sort out the kind of mechanical issues, uh, Ruth is there and she's panicking and uh, there is a very kind of nuanced moment where Melanie kind of goes like what she says something like you know calm uh, what is it she says like calm uh, calm demeanor calm train or something along those yeah, lines something like that yeah but then there's also a point where Ruth says like you know um, Wilfred would have uh, like with an iron fist she, he would have taken you know this whole thing would never have happened the whole strike thing would never have happened the whole Given kind of uprising she might know she might know wilford but then possibly no, possibly no, but then yeah. the question yeah yeah very true yeah yeah it because just kind of strikes of- me that sean bean's character when he's unveiled will be like a man with the iron fist type thing and that's i i see this is how this is going to go because you can see throughout the whole series that melanie has been trying to supplicate both the kind of the third section or the third class, sorry, the second class, the third class, whilst also at the same time trying to maintain the train. Whereas what would be the best kind of thing where you just get this kind of like really kind of this guy that comes in and goes, ah, you know what? Fuck you all. I'm going to do my things my way because I'm Wilford. Yeah, I think because he has such belief in the whole train that no one's going to question him, whatever he says. That's that's the kind of thing that I think is going to happen. Yeah, again, yeah, that again, that's season two. So that that that's we are going well in the future here with our picture. I like that. So basically, Wilford was a bad bastard. Melanie's put him in the um, in the The drawers because he was a bad bastard, and she's trying to maintain faith. They're going to find out that Melanie has put Wilford in the drawers, not realising that he was a real bad bastard. It's going to be the hero of the day. Episode 10 of the series is Wilford's back. The next season, episode one, it's kind of like, joyous, yes, Wilford is back. And as season two gradually goes on, Wilford gets eviler. Is eviler a word? Forget it. More evil and more evil and more evil and... You know, we, we find out that actually Melanie was the hero all along. She put Wilford in the cupboard because he was a fucking. Oh yeah, sick I think bastard. I think we're gonna see this before season two. I think this is gonna be prevalent before. That Do you reckon? Happens. Yeah, definitely. I uh, think we're gonna. I think we're gonna unveil. We're gonna unveil Wilford's character more and more as the kind of episodes go on, and that he kind of rules the kind of train with an iron fist. And then in this season, I think the yeah, I think. Personally, I think so we're going to find out. And Sean Bean in this season. No, no, no. What physically. I mean is, I, I think we get the last episode. We're going to have Sean Bean awake, but at the at the same time, we're going to be given so much information that Wilford was such a kind of iron-fisted Margaret Thatcher-esque type ruler, tyrannical in that respect. That that's why Melanie had to step in. So, as you exactly what you said there, I think Melanie is going to be kind of like. Um, She's going to go through some highs and lows, but at the end of it, we're going to find out that actually she was the lesser of two evils in that respect. Yeah, I think um, that's... Yeah, I think and we, then, you know, the, yeah. the reveal will be... Anyway, regardless, what do you think uh, Melanie has intention for Miles? What do you think her yeah, intentions are for Miles? Because he, he struck himself out to be like a kind of... Uh, maybe a child prodigy in engineering or in mathematics anyway, and she's sort of realised that. 
and the ray in of it um you know she leads him in is this leverage that she knows that Leighton is about and she can use that against him but she seems to have plans for miles what do you think that's all about I don't think it's to do with Leighton. I think it's more to do with Josie and the tale and kind of probably knowing she would be well aware of Leighton's status in the tale. Mm. She would also know that now that Leighton is out, it would now be... Well, she knows because he kissed Josie in front of her. So he knows that Josie probably has some real serious power in the tale. So what? In this is just an assumption. It's more aggravated at having power over the tale she we're assuming she doesn't know that Josie's kind of going back and forth and been doing getting out escaping from the tail so I think she's going to try and use Miles as leverage against Josie as opposed to Leighton being unaware that obviously Leighton has has escaped the draws um, well she knows she knows that Leighton's escaped because he had a knife to her oh, of, course, of course uh, but she doesn't know anything about Josie though that's very true. Melanie doesn't know anything about yeah, Josie. You're right. I've completely, yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think this is a very calculated uh, move. The heat has got to part. me. The heat has got to me. <laughs> it's very hot. It's very hot, right? Yeah. Um, I think this is a very calculated plot, uh, plot point by Melanie. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It is. Takes miles away and yep. sort of go like, "Hey, you're a you're a you're a prodigal genius. Like, let's put." I don't, but I don't know what she's got in plan. I don't know what she's got in store for him. That's what the was the, the final line of the episode? Is Mister Wilford wants you to do something for him? Yeah. So, do you think she's going to try and use Miles against Layton? Well. I, I know we said we wouldn't do this, uh-huh. and, and this will be the second pod in a row. Are you going to be done. naughty, Brendan? Are you going to be naughty? Yeah, I'm going to be naughty. But anybody who hasn't seen the movie and doesn't want movie spoilers, uh, turn away tune, now. Tune out now. Um, but in the movie, there is a, and I forget the name of the child, but there is a young child who is taken from the tale yeah. and brought up front. And it's 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 a different context, and the movie is slightly different. So anyone who's still listening has seen the movie. But they almost brainwash this kid, so they put the kids under the train to do go into the nooks and crannies to work on the parts of the train that only small children can. But they also are brainwashed. Yeah. They're like kind of yeah. as into obey Mr. Wilford. And already in this episode, you can hint- see that happen, yeah. miles when there's the guy giving the demonstration, you know, the guy who the breacher, the guy who works on breaches of trains. Yeah. And, so, of, yeah. and miles uh, and he says, Wilford, Wilford. And he miles does the like Wilford cross almost like Christians or Catholics would do the sign of the cross as a religious kind of symbol. He does the W sign on his chest, chest, which is already kind of like buying into, he's already being brainwalked into this kind of Wilford thing. And you could see this admiration in his eyes, like Wilford. And he was like really proud to do it. So I think that mm, it's almost yeah, like, right. it has that contrast of just the brainwashing that came in the first season in the movie. Sorry. Um, yeah. So again, obviously we admittedly, we did have the scene with miles when Leighton met him at the school when he still said he was like, he said something along the lines of, yeah, I've, I'm watching. I've got an eye up here. Taylor for life type of thing. But, in this episode, he did. It was just the way he done the W sign on his chest for Wilford, and you know when he went up is, uh, I I've got a funny feeling that you know it might be um, Melanie to trying to get Miles to turn rat and get information on the tail. 
get information you know it might even be could you get you know find Leighton for me I think Leighton's on the but Miles seems to I'm hoping he hasn't but he seems to have kind of been slightly warped a little bit towards the Wilford ways I think you're onto something there yeah definitely because um yeah obviously like throughout the kind of previous episodes as well you've seen Miles in the kind of you know the teaching area or the shall we say inverted commas indoctrination sort of like area of the school um where they're told about Wilfred and how he's kind of been this kind of uh you know philanthropist and you know he's tried to you know, save the world and everything. And then, as you said, like you said, when you have that breachman Bojan, who's like, yeah, talking about, oh, we kids listen to the heartbeat of the train. They get on the floor and he's got pajamas on as well, which is, you know, once another, again, like another, just a, a small little thing where it's got the trains and everything like that, that you, you do kind of feel that like maybe miles has been, uh, you know, uh, brainwashed. Um, so I think you're right. I think there will become a point where Melanie turns miles against Leighton. And we'll definitely we'll find out a big like obviously the next episode oh, yeah. we're going to assume what the plan is, but I I think that's what might come of the next episode is however it plays out I think we will kind of see Miles siding with Melanie in yeah, next week's episode. Definitely, I, I think that's going to be I think that's the way it's going really. In a confrontation, it? which yeah. obviously is going to fuck with Leighton and Josie's heads, <laughs> you know, like yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I think we're going to end it there, Brendan. No, we can't. Oh, we got to. we got to. No, we're going to speak for can't. so long until... We genuinely you know... can't. You've missed a massive plot point. Go the on. Go on, then. Tell us a massive plot point. Zara is pregnant. Uh, is that a massive plot point, though? Well, is, I'm guessing it's Leighton's. It's, I'll be honest with you. The story is a hundred percent going that way because I know. You, all right, you tell me, tell me your thoughts about that because I literally giving, I zoned out completely when giving, Zara was talking to Miss Audrey. That yeah, is a hundred percent for conflict between Zara and and or is to create conflict between Leighton and Josie because we're not really a hundred percent sure on time. Yeah. jumps at this so they could very well play like the concept of Leighton like we we when watching it you get the given it it's almost like you see one day then the next then the next but I 100% can guarantee you that the 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 assumption and what will happen is uh you know it's Leighton and Josie are together they're a couple and well uh Leighton fucked me when he came up to third class and now I'm pregnant with his child. Excuse the, you know, he made love to me <laughs> in the, um, in the, what was it? The, the kind of uh, the night car, sort of like weird car zone yeah. out. I would say Leighton's been getting some action, man. Like you know, apart for from tape. everyone else, he's been he's been a dog for a in this. For a Taylor, yeah, definitely. He's got but like, I, class, he's got, he's yeah. got the first-class murderer after him as well. Of course, like, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, I think it will become a plot point at some point, but it, it personally, for me, just didn't. I was like, uh, I, I don't like Zara as a character anyway. To be oh, honest, it with totally you. was. They just throw that. They threw that in there yeah. for a reason for you to forget it. The way they put it in there was really random as well. Mm. It was just, it just oh, now. Zara's having a conversation with Lady Audrey. 
and um, it will be used as a kind of plot point later on at some point. Yeah, yeah. like you know, on death's door or something, or he's about to be, I don't know, put his arms and she'll kind of turn around and go, No, the father of a child, no, I, again, again, I, again I it will be, it will be a kind of Josie versus oh, yeah, definitely. Zara, kind of like tension, and where, just um, as Josie's about to like rigidly like Zara. Or, no, Josie's about to kill Zara, right? It'll be like, don't kill oh, me. Oh, the baby's yeah. latent. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. What? You're, you're and right. Then Josie right. will go, how can it be latent? Because if the time scale's latent, you cheat and butt, and then all hell kicks off for latent. You're right. I think that could possibly be the way it goes. Yeah. Um, we shall see. Um, but will we see it in this series? Yeah, it'll probably be like an Yeah, episode. that will 100% be this series, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um all right then, guys. Well, we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, tell us your thoughts. Uh, follow us on Twitter um, and inside your screen, um, and also on YouTube um, and Instagram. And uh, our bite-sized episodes will be placed on uh, SoundCloud and on um, what's the other one, Brendan? With the uh... oh, so we're on SoundCloud. We're on Spotify. We're right. on yeah. uh, Apple Podcast. We're on youtube we've got a twitter account an instagram account we are everywhere that was that was brilliant brendan thank you sir inside your screen uh, and this has been um snowpiercer episode six um trouble comes sideways let us know what you think in the comments below and uh we'll be here next week for episode seven and we'll see if our predictions are correct and uh what new things we'll be able to kind of talk to you about uh, online and on screen. And Thank on, you, guys. And on Snowpiercer. It's the train, the train you cannot derail. <laughs> it will not fail. Snowpiercer. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good night, guys. Oh, you can't! 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 Oh,